in terms of, you know, when I spoke to Moreno, he told me that you actually were interviewing him, <laughs> deciding to get, to get onto his campaign. So what really, you know, for you was the decision in getting into the Senate race in Ohio um, and then ultimately choosing him to, to kind of help him and then try to guide him into that seat for Portman next year. Well, I'm really pleased to be working on the Bernie Moreno for U.S. Senate campaign here in Ohio for the open seat that Rob Portman is vacating. I mean, Bernie is a first-time candidate, political outsider, self-made successful businessman, job creator. He's created over a thousand jobs here in Ohio and a hundred more in other states. And I feel that person comes pre-verified. And they understand they've signed their front of the paycheck, not just the back of a paycheck. They understand what it's like to comply with regulations and taxation at the same time to really understand the needs of their employees, the rank-and-file Ohioans. And here in Mahoning County, for example, this entire valley, they've transformed their politics because I think that the economy transformed um, for them, unfortunately, before that. You know, we, we lost a lot of our energy and manufacturing base in this country. And I think Bernie Moreno is the best person to fight for both the job creator, the job seeker, and the job holder. All of them. And that really is how you build an economy. Also, I feel the Donald Trumps and the Bernie Marinas of the world, like, they don't need to do this. They choose to do it because they love the population. They're not going to the next political campaign because they lost before. They're a recidivist political candidate or a recidivist politician that runs every single time. Instead, um, all the normal political motivators don't apply to Trump or Moreno. Um, Moreno already has money. He already has power. He already has fame. He wants to do this. He wants to leave his family every week and go to Washington to fight for them and fight for all of Ohio. And I love how Bernie articulates what it meant to him and his six older siblings to come to this country from Colombia and legally immigrate almost 50 years ago. And if you, you know, if you want people to talk about the perils of a socialism, you should have somebody who knows about it finish those sentences. If you want to hear how somebody has benefited from a job, you should have somebody who has who has taken the job that Bernie Moreno offered them, for example. What is he like as a boss, for example? So I'm very impressed, and I also don't hear him privately attack the other candidates, which I like, because um, they'd all be a much better senator than Tim Ryan, who's a phony and calls himself a centrist and a moderate and just keeps voting in lockstep with a radical liberal agenda, um, ran for president, that was funny, and then thinks he should be the United States Senator, has been Congress in two different districts over 20 years, has gotten millions of dollars from the taxpayers. That versus Bernie Moreno, I think Ohio will go for Bernie Moreno every single time because they want somebody who is there for them. People get to Washington, they just fight. Ohioans want somebody who's fighting for them. There's a big difference, and that's Bernie Moreno. Yeah, and you were talking a lot tonight about the future of the GOP. So I think after everything that happened at the start of 2021, uh, you saw there was some divisiveness within the Republican Party, and you think um, a lot of people maybe thought there was this shift of, you know, Donald Trump transformed the party uh, and kind of really made it his own when he came into the presidency. So there was this kind of thought after his term that there was going to be a switch back to maybe a more traditional pre-Trump Republican Party. But you know, from what you're talking about tonight, it seems like Trump is not going anywhere. And I guess just for me, I'm interested, what's the future of the GOP look like? Well, the future of the GOP is uh, the party of the worker and the party that's for lower taxes, fewer regulations, more property rights, for protecting the sanctity of life protecting our Second Amendment rights and our First Amendment rights, um, going back, uh, going 
up against big tech when they censor the little guy for what? The First Amendment rights should apply to everyone. And also just pushing back on this Biden agenda, getting back to energy independence. I mean, one of the first things he did through spite is killing all those XL Keystone Pipeline jobs. Why? Those are real people with real families. And uh, I think it's really reversing the radical policies of Biden-Harris, but getting back to an agenda that is prosperous, that allows freedom and opportunity and prosperity for everyone, every man, woman, and child, school choice, charter schools, making sure parents have a right to say where their children go to school and what is taught there. We don't drop our kids off at 8 a.m. and give them up to strangers for six and a half hours who then re-indoctrinate them. We are sharing them with, with the educational system so that they learn math and science and English and history, not woke is a joke and woke is broke and someone else's idea of history. So that is the modern Republican Party, uh, whether Trump runs or doesn't in the future. That's his decision. It's a very personal and private decision for people. But um, I don't know what a pre-Trump traditional Republican is um, in your phraseology, respectfully. Is it somebody who says, I'm going to lower your taxes, but doesn't? Is it somebody who loses to, you mean loses yeah. to the Democrats? So I, I'm going to say a candidate where you have someone who isn't the traditional clean-cut says what you'll say on camera, but we'll say something otherwise, transparent, I guess. Well, but they also lost. Um, you know, Donald Trump presided over what I call the democratization of information. Right. He made government and the presidency so much more accessible and transparent mm -hmm. to everyday Americans, and we should all be grateful for that. He cut out the middleman, though, so the only people that like it were the middleman. He didn't really need the media to tell everybody what was going on. He just told us. So whether you're the billionaire CEO, you're the stay-at-home mom, you're the plumber on the job. Everybody saw the tweet at the same time if they wanted to. And so we've never had that before, and we certainly don't have it now, where there's transparency. We have a president now that says, oh, they're going to get mad at me if I take another question. Donald Trump's of all the questions and more and asks a lot of them. And so I think we shouldn't go back as a country ever into seeing a, a less accessible, less transparent presidency or, or federal government. But um, whoever runs, let's say that Donald Trump runs in 2024, then that's obvious what his message is. Whoever runs in 2024, if he doesn't, is going to be running on large pieces of his agenda and his accomplishments. What are they going to say? Oh, you know what? We shouldn't have moved the embassy in Israel. We shouldn't have protected our greatest ally in the Middle East, Israel. We should let Iran have nuclear capability. We should not let NATO countries pay their fair share. Nobody's going to go backwards on that. They're not going to say, the wall was a bad idea because I think open borders is working out great. Nobody thinks that in the Republican Party, so none of them are going to run on that. And I even hear, you know, I, I'm often a speaker at these um, Republican Jewish Coalition, Republican National um, uh, uh, Republican National Committee uh, Convention, and, and I'm listening to all the speakers there, and they all are talking about the Trump economy, the Trump agenda, even if, even if they'd like to run against him or... So um, it's a and it's a it's an economy that worked for everyone, even those who insulted the president and spent a lot of time in their bigger homes with their fatter portfolios and pocketbooks, ridiculing him. They got what they voted for, that's for sure. Okay, awesome. high gas prices. Thank you very much. It's I great to meet it. you. Yes. Thank you. Hi.